Hello, I'm Michaela. I'm Sabrina. And welcome to the Life's Joke podcast, where we talk about how we navigate the unexpected curveballs that life throws at us, which is a lot, as well as just how to remain lighthearted throughout every situation. Um, we hope you find the content helpful and humorous and relatable. So today's episode is going to be about making plans. And I feel like this is huge because with the new year, everyone's like, oh, I have this new plan. I've got this new resolution. I've got, you know, I'm making plans for this month of the year and that month of the year. 2021 is going to be so much better. And yeah, so we're just going to tackle that topic, making plans (laughs) based on what we know from the last 22 years of our lives and especially the year 2020. Oh, yeah. So that year was a year where a lot of plans came to a stop. A lot of people, you know, they wanted to do certain things. They wanted to do big things. Maybe they were looking forward to events or going places with their friends and family, maybe traveling to new places. And they just basically vanished because you can't go anywhere in a pandemic. It's good to make plans, but if they don't work out in the way that you want or if they fall through, you also have to be okay with that. Um, Not everything in life is going to work out the way you want, even though we want it to work out the way we want. I know I do. I know that I get upset when things don't go how I imagine them to, but that's a learning experience and we have to be okay with that. Because if we always expect things to be perfect, if we always expect all our plans to happen exactly how we want, then we're not going to grow. Because like we mentioned in the last episode, we need unpleasant situations in order to grow. Um, Michaela, what was one of your plans that you made at the beginning of 2020 that fell through? Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, I think one of the biggest ones was actually to travel. Like, I have such a travel bug. I've had it since I started college. I just... I kind of just want to get done with college just so I can travel. Travel? Um, Um... What? <laughs> You're gonna leave me forever and just live in like Greece or something, right? I will. I'm gonna go all mama me on you all. all right. Just be dancing around <laughs> in Greece, eating good food. Um but yes, like travel was the biggest thing for me. I I wanna travel really badly. I wanna go different countries and that definitely changed in twenty twenty. Like I had a plan to go to Hawaii in the summer, that didn't happen, which is okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's tough because, you know, you save up money for these things. You take some time to maybe work a little more so you can save up money to achieve the plans that you made. And when they get canceled or when you can't do them, then it's like, okay, sometimes it it may hurt because it may feel like you wasted your time or you could have used your resources for something else. But just knowing that your plans aren't everything. Plans are not what make up our identity. They're not what make up the core of our life. And of course, it's not the end of the world if we can't go travel. Like everyone has goals. And before I get old, I want to do a lot of things. I also want to travel to many places. I want to do a lot of things with my friends, um, just make good memories because I, I live for memories. I think that's why I take so many pictures, even of food. I don't know. Some people think it's weird, but making plans is good. Just because they may not be guaranteed doesn't mean that you should not make plans. Because I kind of used to think like that. I was like, well, I don't know if things won't will ever work out. So. I'll just not make plans and kind of just go with the flow. But I think when you make plans, it gets you on a schedule so that you have something to look forward to, but you can't hold to that too tightly. 
Like you can't be banking all your happiness on that because it can be taken away in an instant, like with this pandemic. Very true. Amen. I feel like we can end the podcast now. <laughs> Literally. It's like what was what was one of the plans that you made, Sabrina, that fell through in 2020? Well, I had a lot of plans to do different things with my friends. Like with you, we were planning on getting a Disney pass. Because I grew up going to Disneyland, and I feel like every time you go with a different friend, it's a different experience. People would ask me, oh, don't you get tired of going there? You, like, live there. Uh, But no, because it's a new experience with a different person. So I was planning on experiencing that with you and some other friends, but obviously that did not happen. I was a little sad because it's like, you know, another memory I won't be able to achieve But ultimately, there's more important things than Disneyland. But I think one of the other plans that I was more upset about was I'm a piano accompanist for children who play the violin um, up to high school age for a examination, musical examination. Correction, they actually play violin and viola. And I love practicing. I love the songs that they play. It's so fun for me. And every year they have their examination in March. When the pandemic happened, my performance was a week away. And I remember that I would just stay up late practicing. I would not go out with friends some days to practice. And I just felt like all that time practicing was wasted because the pandemic caused that event um, to get canceled. So I just felt like, oh, man, I wasted so much time. I felt sad for I felt sad for about a couple days just because I was like, oh, I won't get to help these kids. I won't get to help this teacher and helping his students pass the exam and move on to the next level. And it's just when you put a lot of time into something and all of a sudden it's gone like that, you will feel hurt. Most people do. So I was sad about it for a while. But like the reality is when we prepare for stuff, we don't know if it's going to happen or not because the future is so uncertain. And we just have to remember that as a fact. And we have to be okay with if it gets canceled because things happen. Life happens. Life just throws stuff at you. And it's like, Now I look back on that and I'm like, why did I get so sad? You know, I actually have more time to relax now. And now that we're probably not going to have another one this year because March is almost here. I don't mind it. I'm not like anxiously waiting for that teacher to text me and be like, oh, can you help my students prepare for this test? Like I'm enjoying the greater amount of free time that I have. For you, (laughs) do you tend to make big plans or small plans? Is that a stupid question? I don't know what to ask if I don't make plans. <laughs> no, I think okay. How should I read that? I'm, um, I think like you don't need to. It's fine. I'll just okay. take it and run with it. <laughs> um, I think me and like ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population, Sabrina, we make big okay. and little I think plans. I just asked that because I'm not good at making plans. I kind of just do things when I want, unless they are. I think for me. I- Wow, you're I'm just that very flexible. And that's what you need to be like in life. Um, but there are certain things where, you know, when plans are set, I think for me, they're big plans. Kind of like that when you're waiting on a big event, like you want it to happen. But but anyway, continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I make big and little plans. <laughs> so I've got like the big event plans that I have for the year. Not like event as in like 100 people there, but like things that I want to see happen and come to fruition. I've got those plans. And then I've got like my little plans here and there or mm-hmm. like weekly plans or, you know, or, or just things that, mm-hmm. you know, are not so grand 
Like, for example, finishing a 30-day health challenge. Oh, nice. I'm starting that on Monday. Yeah, it's pretty, like, intense. So here we go with our New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. right? I have one. Um, I've got a few, actually. This is just one of them. And I want to lose an X amount of weight. Like, I want to shape up and, like, lose an X Mm -hmm. amount of weight by March. because. On my 23rd birthday, I just want to be like super fit right. and snatched and about to graduate and like it. ready to I launch believe. into the world. Um, oh, thank you. And so I'm starting with a 30 day challenge that starts on Monday, January 18th. I'll be doing that until February 18th. And then, yeah, I mean, it, wait, is that even? I don't even think that's 30 days. I don't know. I think Do the I pandemic ruined everyone's ability to count. January 18th to February 18th. Anyways, ignore me. Um, anyways, it's a four-week challenge, so we'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I plan to do that as, like, a start. I've got, like, a workout routine ready, and so far I've been pretty good the past two weeks. So we'll see how I can continue. But yeah, like, little plans like that. Honestly, you inspire me because I feel like we are so different when it comes to making plans. Like, I like making plans to a certain extent but with smaller things I find it it's harder like for me I kind of just do the smaller things but I don't have a set time to do it or when there's small things like what like um cleaning your room or something there's not like oh I want to clean my room for 30 minutes I just clean it till it's clean mm-hmm. or it's not like I'm going to clean my room Saturday like if I set something like that my schedule is so unpredictable that I probably won't get to it Saturday so the minute I think of it I'll start doing that activity that's good. Which is kind of like, I guess I work in bursts of energy. Yeah. And when I was in school too, like in college, as soon as they would assign stuff, I would try to get it done or get most mm-hmm. of it done early just because I think it was the fear factor. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I have to do this now, which is good and bad. Cause like sometimes I feel like because I did it early, I would rush sometimes. Sometimes I do things in a rush. Don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. be like me. But yeah, I feel like I can learn a lot from you, Michaela, when it comes to making plans. Like, you know, a lot of people use planners and things like that. I always mm-hmm. thought I don't know, when I was little, like, you know how we had those agendas in um in school? Oh, yes. Like elementary <laughs> high school, the teachers would always remind us to write in your agenda and sometimes they would check. But I was always that kid that would just write like chicken scratch in my agenda. I would doodle in it, but I wouldn't really write my schedule because they don't give you that much to do, especially in like elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I would just remember like, oh, I got a worksheet today. I have to do it. But even growing up, I was like anti-agenda. Like I, I wouldn't go on hating on agendas, you know, but every time someone would be spending on pretty planners or whatever, like some are really pretty, mm-hmm. but I would think like, oh, they're wasting money. Why can't you just write it on a piece of paper or use your mind? Like I would think that, but now I feel like- Use I- your mind, Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine having to store every plan, every date, every due date, every thing you got to do in your brain? You must have a really strong brain if that's what you did. Wow. Photographic memory. That's what I do. But then, I mean, some like, you know, when I make plans with friends, I won't write down, I'm seeing Michaela today or I'm seeing this friend tomorrow. I'll just remember it maybe because people are so important to me. But um, but sometimes I will forget like, oh, shoot, I have to do this church thing. So I can't hang out with this friend. Mm-hmm. That's when it comes in handy. I think now I need to use some sort of agenda because I want to be better at following through with these plans. And I have more. Mm-hmm. I have greater plans this year. 
than I've ever had before. So good topic. Oh, yeah, Sabrina. Spill the tea on those big plans. Yeah, so I have a lot of business ideas. Um, I'm not going to share. Well, I will share. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want people to know. But yeah, I mean, there's so much you can do on the internet these days legally to make money. There's so much business opportunities like stores, e- selling on eBay, Amazon, just to scrape together maybe a couple thousand bucks. I don't know. But that's cool that the sky is the limit when you use the internet to make money. There's so many platforms that you can do that on, like YouTube, which mm-hmm. I plan to do some sort of form of. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I'm trying to figure it out. There's, I don't know, you can take surveys online, but I feel like I should have done that when I was in high school and had way more time. <laughs> Those take a long time. Yeah. I actually made, I think, because I had more time in quarantine, I tried that. I made almost 200 bucks in two weeks doing that, which is, I mean, that's not good, but it's something like if I knew about this at age 14, I would have been all over that. I don't know. Yeah, no, honestly, there's a lot just showing. I feel like showing your personality and just showing your hobbies and what you like to do. You can capitalize on that uh, because there's always a market for everything. And it's not like it's not like you have to do everything to make money. But I'm in a situation right now where I need to make money um, in as many ways as I can in ways that align with my values. And I just believe that God's given me this opportunity to stay at home, have a job working from home and kind of dabble in these things so I can see where to go. So I do need to set uh, an agenda so that I can put some effort forth towards all those things a little bit each day. Wow, that's really awesome um, and super exciting. So I mean, I would just recommend getting a planner. I know you're kind of anti-planner over there. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what it is about cute pastel colors and some of them have gold print paper i don't know what's the deal just like it (laughs) yeah honestly i think i need to invest in one because i did write down a small schedule on a random piece of paper but then you know those get lost and they're not cute i guess planners are very popular these days dude everyone i know like talking about planners like i got this planner for christmas and i'm like i got a mcdonald's gift card it's better than your planner (laughs) I <laughs> I'm kidding. I need I to- personally though like I couldn't survive without my planner. There's just too much that I have going on during each week. There's too much that to do each week. There's too much that I have to go do each week and I have to like really for the next well, just until I finish, you know, the first week of May, the next 4 months, I need to just be super organized with my time. Like I literally have it organized down to like when I do my laundry, which day of the week I do my laundry. When I meal prep, really? like oh when goodness. I clean I need like- the bathrooms, like which day, what time of the day, because I just have to be. But then, of course, you know, it can get unhealthy when you just schedule every single little thing out to a T. And that that became like problematic for me over the past couple of years is that I would schedule everything out to a T and then get anxiety when like I didn't start the laundry at two o'clock or like I didn't um, like a friend wanted to hang out at three o'clock, but I needed to like do another thing at three o'clock that wasn't necessarily due right at the second, but like it would just freak me out. You know what I mean? So planners can get a little unhealthy if you look for perfection while using them and you don't leave any room for flexibility. Exactly. Take notes, everyone. I feel like we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum where 
Michaela plans so much. Like she has everything down to the last minute, probably second. You just don't want to admit that. Probably <laughs> second. Um, and then I'm just like, okay, I'll write down a couple things if I use a planner, but most days I don't. But maybe it comes down to like Michaela because she's in school and working um, a couple jobs. Like she probably has a lot more on her plate than me. So I guess if you only have a couple things on your plate, maybe you don't need a planner. But this year, I will have a lot more on my plate. So I will take that advice from Michaela. But also remember to be flexible. So the people listening can take advice from both of us in that, yes, write down stuff. Maybe by the hour. I heard by the hour is good. And then just leave leave room for flexibility because I think sometimes when I tried that, um, when I tried to make a schedule and I couldn't follow it, I did get discouraged. And I think that's why I stopped. Mm. Yeah, that can be discouraging, definitely. But then again, like, you just have to remember, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? You're not looking for perfection. You're looking for progression. Exactly. So if you don't, you know, start that thing at five o'clock, you started at seven o'clock. Oh, well, like, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so organization is such a huge thing. Like, we could honestly do a whole episode on organization because I try to keep everything organized. That's good. I'm like the least organized person, but I thrive in chaos. So I can literally find where everything is in a mess. <laughs> so, okay, I, mean, I don't know. I was like the mark of an artsy person. Like, artsy people who are like super creative, like they, like you said, they thrive in chaos. But it's chaos to the outside person. So like if I were to look mm-hmm. in, I'd be like, what is going on? Send help yeah, you, to this person right now. You might want to- but for you, exactly. you're like, I know exactly where my highlighter is. I know exactly where, you know, my car keys are. Like I know exactly where this book is and where that is and that, that, that and whatever. That's funny that you mentioned that because I don't consider myself like an artist, but I do. Everything I want to do, it's creative. It comes from within me and as children of God, we are created to create from a sermon I heard last week. Um, but yeah, that's just interesting that that makes me feel better because it's like, okay, maybe this is what I meant to do in this life, like create things, because that's the only thing that really brings me joy, like work-wise. But yeah, it just comes down to like different methods work for different people and whatever works for you. If you can get stuff done and be productive, then that's great. Mm-hmm. For me, I can't have different colored pens, like rainbow colored pens and markers and this pencil and that pencil and highlight a bunch of different things. Because I feel like that to me, for me personally, slows me down because then I'll be thinking like, what color did I use for the day of the week or something? I don't know. Um, but I, I just use one pen to write things down. And that's how I took notes in school, too. It would just be one black mm-hmm. pen, very messy writing, but it got the job done. I think because I knew school wasn't supposed to be pretty. So I'm like, why should I make my notes pretty at school? (laughs) You know how people like stay organized with that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I can learn a lot from you because um, I am not good at organizing. Like my whole family, we're just not, we all thrive in chaos, I feel. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's, okay, maybe it's a little bit (laughs) concerning, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like to a certain extent, though, I need to be organized. I can't have stuff all over my floor. You know how people like sometimes their papers are piled all over their floor in school. That happened a lot, and I couldn't find. Well, luckily you're not. Made me feel sad. Nice. So. Mm-hmm. 
So we should make plans so that we have stuff to look forward to because making plans gives you a goal that you can look forward to. And I feel like when you look forward to something, whether it's an event or seeing a friend or whatever, time seems to pass faster in between that event and when you make it. Do you notice that? I do. Do you like that? Because I like it a lot. I don't know why. But like, I forget what I do in the days in between. Like, if it's a big (laughs) plan. For me, if it's like an exciting plan, the days go slow. Like, they just time Mm. moves slow leading up to that exciting plan. But if it's like a scary plan, like an exam or state exam or something then time flies by and it's like the day before and i'm freaking out that's interesting but all in all we can make our plans but just hold on to them loosely and be okay when they fall through and be flexible when they fall through as well and this just reminds me of proverbs 16 9 the heart of man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps sometimes you know, we can make those plans and we can plan it out to the T. We can cross every T, dot every I, have everything laid out perfectly and it not go that way. <laughs> that has happened to me so many times, like more than I can count. And then I've I've just learned to like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not do that or just make a plan, but be also okay with it not coming to fruition or happening in a different way or in a different manner so exactly well Michaela always coming in with the verses I love that (laughs) but yeah when you have that understanding that God's in control of everything he knows every plan you make and he knows whether it's going to turn out the way you want or not and he can make your plans go in a different direction or allow them to not happen at all and we just have to be okay with that and trust that God knows what's best for us he does what's best for us and sometimes what he sees as good is painful to us just because we don't have that full understanding of what he's doing in our lives but ultimately it's to grow our faith grow our character grow our reliance on him and not our reliance on a plan or ourselves and just having that in mind helps when the plans don't go the way you want. Because back then, like up until high school, maybe slightly beginning of college, I used to get really down when plans wouldn't work out. Um, I would get really sad and be like, why? You know, I would ask God, why did this not happen? But we just have to understand that God is in control. He knows what's best for us. And whether our plans work out or not, we can still trust him because we can trust that he is growing our faith, patience and character and all those fruits of the spirit. And I've just learned that a lot during this pandemic because I had a lot of plans, too, that fell through. Um, And it would be discouraging. Like, it's not bad to feel discouraged, but we have to ultimately understand and trust that God is in control. Um, And I think when we have that understanding, it makes it so much easier to make plans and to also accept the reality that they may not happen. Exactly. Well, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and please look forward to the next one. Bye.